This is for the free thinkers, the curious beings that swim upstream, who see possibilities, not problems, that learn from the past, live by the present, and create the future. This is the I Love Ugly Audio Show. This is for the artists who see their clothing as an extension of their canvas, for the creative who dares to stand out from the crowd, for the designer who strives to make a statement, for the musicians whose style influences their melodies. This is for the customer that defies the conventional, for the budding entrepreneur who wants to make their dent in the world, or for the person who simply wants to become a little better every day. For all those who aspire to inspire, I've made this episode for you. We live in a time of instant gratification. We have a shake and bake, microwave meal, every answer at the fingertips generation. Instant solutions for everything. Get rich in a month, have a six pack in eight weeks, find the love of your life with this easy trick. Turn your business around in these three easy steps. Unfortunately, and I'm gonna be honest, I've been duped into trying a number of these and I can tell you right now that they don't work. Not in the long term anyway. Not in the way that the advertising tells us they will. Now, I'm not saying I've got all the answers to the secrets to success, but I have a few strategies that I've tried and I've tested over the years. They're nothing new, but goddamn, they are effective. When I started on my journey of creating a better life and making my business succeed, I was as lost as some of you are that are possibly listening to this right now. But I found a burning desire to build a better way. The desire led me to faith. And that faith led me to ask the right questions, which then led to better answers. Today's beginners will become tomorrow's masters. Whatever phase that you're in now, whether you're feeling stuck, awkward, lost, confused, only has the potential to grow into something better if you stick at it. I truly, truly believe that people have so much more potential that's very rarely tapped into that so many of our possibilities are obscured not only by misfortune and health, but by poor choices, habits, thinking patterns, and a lack of goals. Setting goals, which obviously is the theme of this episode, has been one of the most powerful strategies in my life. It's gotten me through some pretty dire times and sent me to levels in business and life that I couldn't have fathomed a decade ago. Unlike what the media says, geniuses aren't born, they're made and are no more special than you or I. What most stories about geniuses and overachievers aren't disclosing is the realness of what it took to get there. The grit, the despair, the sleepless nights, the trauma, the confusion, and all the self-doubt encountered along the way. They don't mention the dirt they had to eat on their way to the top. They don't mention the goals these people set themselves to empower them and overcoming it all. This is the piece of the narrative that is always missing. Geniuses, or whatever we call it, and overachievers are just ordinary people like you and me doing extraordinary things every single day. And by extraordinary, I don't actually mean working 14 hours a day, seven days a week, getting up at 3.30 a.m. like an Elon Musk or jump on the treadmill every day for four hours a day. It's simply doing one extra thing every day that takes you beyond the ordinary to extraordinary. The effects that con consistent incremental improvements can have on your life can be incredible. If you want to make your life better permanently, don't try to change everything today or straight after this episode. No matter how motivated you are, you're going to eventually run out of steam if, steam if you're solely fueled off motivation by itself. Instead, 
Do something sustainable, something you can make last for two years or, or just years on end, not days. I call it the 1% strategy, becoming 1% better every day. That 1% compounded over a year, two years, five years is extremely powerful. You won't recognize yourself and you certainly won't regret it. And best of all, 1% better is something that you can all achieve. It will not be instant, but it will be permanent. The glue and overarching topic of this episode is goals. The power of setting goals and the profound effect that they have on our everyday life. I've always had goals, some conscious, some subconscious, some powerful, some admit admittedly pretty shitty. But they all brought me results, especially as I've become more focused on them as of late. I attribute goal setting to I Love Ugly's success. You're not gonna get to where you want to go by accident. Therefore, it's essential to have clear goals that can be looked at multiple times a day. They are your coordinates. They are the directions trying to get you to where you want to end up. If you set them but don't get there, that's fine. Accept it, reflect on it, and figure out your next target. Regardless, you're going to learn something pretty valuable and you'll carry that wisdom with you for the rest of your life. Don't be afraid of making mistakes. Even when fully committed and clear on what you want, there's still a chance that you may fail. There always is. But if you don't make what you want crystal clear, then you definitely will fail. You can't hit a target when there isn't one to hit. A fool never learns, a smart man learns from his own mistakes, and a wise man learns from the mistake of others. The funny thing is, everybody has goals, but some goals are better than others. A drug addict on the street without a penny to his name still has a goal of getting his next high. Despite the negative repercussions of achieving that goal, they still have one, and they still want to achieve it every day. It's no different to a UFC fighter. If their goal is to be a champion, they have to carefully pick their coaches, nutritionists, they have to train hard and eat well. Most importantly, they have to think and conduct themselves in ways that will help them attain that goal. If your goal is to create an eight-figure business, you're going to need to shift your mindset in the same manner a UFC fighter would. What do you need to change? What resources do you need to acquire? Who do you need to become? Their obsessions become their possessions. And even though we might see a drug addict and a UFC fighter as opposites, are they really? Or are they just byproducts of different goals? You owe yourself to spend at least 10 minutes a day fine tuning and working on self maintenance. This can include reading, I recommend nonfiction, of course, journaling, yoga, exercise, praying, meditating, drawing, or whatever brings you peace and equanimity. However, I'd highly, highly recommend spending at least five to 10 minutes sitting, reviewing, and daydreaming about your goals. Get them burnt into your mind. The more you do this, the more you'll start making decisions that will bring you inches closer to what you want. And inches, compounding over eight months, months on end, equate to miles in the long run. 10 minutes is less than one-sixth of an hour, less than 0.7% of your day, yet, it can have the most profound effect on the remaining 99.3% than anything else you do. Try it, I do. Most people spend more than six hours in front of screens each day, numbing your minds and becoming intoxicated with other people's lives. I honestly encourage you to check your screen time statistics. You're gonna be both amazed and horrified and disgusted. Lack of time is never ever the problem. When you design or make a goal, you're literally carving out space in your brain that didn't exist before. You're creating a target, something to aim towards. It also tells your brain that this is important to you. 
Because of that, it will actually begin working on autopilot to attain it. Without getting into too much science, it's activating your reticular activated system, what I always refer to as RAS. Have you noticed that when you buy a particular pair of shoes, that you're suddenly seeing them everywhere and everyone is wearing them? That's your RAS kicking into gear. The shoes were always there and the same people were always wearing them. What's changed is that your brain thinks that the shoes are important and begins filtering through the billions of pieces of information that's given to us and brings them to your attention. Your brain does the exact same thing when you set goals. Suddenly, you begin picking up on the little things, the information, the people, the opportunities that will get you closer to what you want. Clear and well-defined goals give you a sense of momentum and positive engagement when working to attain them. They help simplify your life and your world, reducing anxiety, uncertainty, shame, aimlessness, indecisiveness, and meaningless, futile thoughts that cloud your judgment and cause needless stress. Life can become pretty banal without them. Just like a failing business, a poorly functioning person has no goals, at least none that inspire and stimulate them. In turn, this causes them to be volatile, and directionless, thrown around by the ebbs and flows of life. A lack of direction in life is simply a lack of goals. This will quickly conspire to produce helplessness, depression and anxiety. The physical and psychological effects of the latter two are an excess secretion of cortisol in body and brain, which causes rapid aging along with irritability, headaches, intestinal problems, weight gain, increased blood pressure and so on. How do you expect to have control of your life, let alone run a successful business or career or household if you're fighting against your own biology? Your whole being needs to target in the form of a goal. Once you have your target, that's when you can point, aim and fire. Suppose you aim at nothing. It's honestly like jumping on a train aimlessly without knowing where your destination is. Eventually, you're going to have to get off or you're going to get kicked off with having no idea as, as to where you are. A lack of goals in essence means you have nowhere to go and nothing to do. You're bored, restless and forgetting to add the value to your life. The ever-growing number of options presented to you on a daily basis can be overwhelming, but setting goals can help with that. When you set a goal by default, your brain starts to organise what's most important based on the outcomes and attainability of the goal and disregards what's least important. Powerful stuff, huh? You create a filtering system that allows your subconscious mind to rank things automatically in order of importance. It takes away that cloudy, shitty, uncertain feeling and replaces it with assertiveness and clarity. It makes you seem sharp, intelligent and in tune with yourself. To the outside world, you look extraordinary. I use this honestly in every aspect of my life. Health, wealth, business, fitness, parenthood, relationships, hobbies, finance, even my physical appearance, and I honestly can't stress how valuable this has been, especially when life has thrown those curveballs and those once-in-a-lifetime events. I even gotten my kids to set goals, however big or small they might be, and it's fascinating seeing them progress in their hobbies, learning and happiness. I encourage them to write their goals on paper and put them on the fridge so we can all see them and talk about them and look at them and track them every day. I encourage you to do the same. 
It's incredible to see them experience the joy of completing a goal as it pushes them towards setting bigger ones, starting small, building the habit, and striving for 1% better every single day. It might seem boring and no fun, but do you really think it's that bad to sacrifice immediate fun to create good habits and become a disciplined person? Do you really think it's bad to strive to be the absolute best version of yourself? Do you think it's wrong to want to have the nice stuff, a good life full of everything you could ever dream of? Believe me when I say this, achieving your goals and winning is far more fun than fun is fun. It's such a shame that ambition gets mistaken for greed or hunger for power, which is why it's rare for people to congratulate you when you make a million dollars in your business or achieve success in an unconventional way. But I genuinely believe all of us have a moral obligation to ourselves and those around us to strive towards being the best version of ourselves. I'm not just talking about money here or careers. I'm talking about reaching our higher selves, our full potential selves, and through that, the upper echelons of life. I believe we can all get there if we want it badly enough and are willing to match the desire with effort and with discipline. Your intentions will set your mind to work on what it should be creating. Your brain works on what it is told to do. Unless you tell it what to do, someone or some external influence will. Trust me when I say this, honestly trust me. When you tell your brain what you want to attract, it will design internal messages that are gonna feed the good parts of you and manifest them over a period of time. Goals are the currency that lets you make deposits in your identity bank Instead of becoming someone else's dream or part of someone else's dream, you're gonna eventually drive you into identity bankruptcy. Not having goals, I believe, is a form of self-sabotage. You end up dialing down your potential and denying yourself the bliss that your life could be. Change begins with your mindset. Optimism might not make you successful, but pessimism most definitely is gonna ensure that you don't succeed. You must intentionally elevate the quality of your thoughts. Frame them positively. Get yourself feeling good by moving your body. Delete Instagram for a week. Spend 30 minutes a day reading some literature that's gonna positively alter your perspective. As opposed to 30 minutes lusting over somebody else's lifestyle which they've prefabricated online. And we sit down to set your goals Set goals with outcomes that are gonna make you wanna jump with excitement instead of breathing a sigh of relief. Don't be scared to want something that others may judge you for attaining. Fuck them. At least you have the courage to say it and strive for it. New Zealanders are notorious for this. To cut down the driven and motivated and glorify the failures only to say, I told you so. There is nothing worse than seeing someone living a quiet life of desperation who hasn't done anything in years yet they continue to cast negative judgment on those that are moving forward and are trying. We all know these types of people. Procrastination is honestly opportunity's silent assassin. You don't see it until you feel it. Conversely, change is the instigator of opportunity. By changing and shifting, you're heading in the direction of the new. New is scary and makes people very uncomfortable, but the uncomfortable is where all the magic happens the growth, the expansion, and the lessons. All the technology we use, experience, and enjoy today is from somebody having the courage to step outside their comfort zone and into the unknown. 
They are doubtlessly judged and failed many times along the way, but they persisted anyway. I Love Ugly was built on top of a series of failures and mistakes, but every mistake made was only a step closer to creating a better company. Few things in life are more expensive than the opportunities that you miss. You pay for them with regret, doubt, and a lingering, haunting feeling what could have been. That to me is the definition of how. I've seen it happen to those around me. You can probably see it happening around you. The despair and the regret on their faces is horrifying. Use that as motivation and a guide for directions to avoid. I've been guilty of falling into this trap. When I've been struck with a calamity, it's addictive to indulge in your sorrows and speak about your problems outwardly. And what makes it worse is other people actually indulging in it too. When you do that, you're simply adding more kindling to the fire, which will only prolong your suffering rather than killing it and moving on from it. It's okay to share your emotions, but you need to cap it. Otherwise, you're letting it live longer than necessary. Problems left unresolved for too long turn you into a victim, and you do not want to be a victim. I learned a long time ago that we all have the wisdom inside us to create the future we want for ourselves. For whatever reason, most of us don't tap into it. 14 years ago, for example, I was lost, broke, uncertain, and even questioning my existence and reason for living. Five years ago, it was almost the same. I Love Ugly was weeks away from bankruptcy, and the bank caught it in with millions of dollars of debt that I was personally liable for. The same thing to do was quit. From the bank's perspective, my business was kaput. It was done, but I still had hope. I took that hope and formed into goals. I turned down the volume of all the negative thoughts and turned up the ones looking for answers and solutions to my problems. I told myself I was going to figure it out. I wasn't a, it wasn't a single revelation or strategy that got me out of the mess. It was setting a goal for what I needed to do that day, the next, the next week, the next month, and on and on. That's how I succeeded. For whatever reason, people often accept less than their potential. Too many people quit their businesses, their workout regimes, their dreams or relationships before the good stuff comes. Too many people give up when the palm trees are almost visible on the horizon. Although they might be making progress, it doesn't always show up as quickly as I'd like, which causes them to quit early and pack it all in. Sometimes it might seem impossible, like you're on a hamster wheel, but to me that means you're only getting closer. It's a paradox, but it's true. It's a feeling that every successful person goes through, except they have the experience to know that it's just part of a journey. They expect it. Problems and confusion aren't exclusive to people that are struggling or distressed or have no money. Everything seems impossible when you first begin, especially when you've been chipping away for a while without yielding any good results. But as soon as you gain the satisfaction of making progress through the power of momentum, you begin entering a new realm of what's possible. This realm will expand as you continue moving forward. It's an amazing feeling. My advice to you is keep setting goals. Start small, achieve them, then set them bigger. Keep having faith in yourself. Review your goals as often as possible. Put them on your phone's screensaver, in your car, on the fridge, anywhere you can see them frequently. I have days when I look at my goals five times a day and sometimes go five days without looking at them at all. But I tell you what, when I look at them, 
my brain immediately is reminded of what's important to me and it always gets me back on track. At I Love Ugly, we set our yearly goals and sales targets at the beginning of the financial year. From there, we create monthly sales targets and share them with the team a week before the start of the month. Once the month begins, we track how we are progressing towards our sales targets on a daily basis. It's extremely powerful when you have an entire organization doing this. I often go beyond this and look at how we're tracking on our sales targets up to 10 times a day. I know it sounds nerdy, but it works. This way we can make immediate adjustments rather than wait until the month's end and wonder what has happened once it's already too late and definitely too late to make any changes. I believe this discipline in our business is what's attributed to us are growing 130% plus year on year over the past three years, despite being a mature business in the middle of a pandemic. You're only gonna improve what you measure, especially when you measure it daily, but a lot of people just don't measure at all. I don't get it. Whether you can see it or not, you are making progress, more progress than you think. When you're a kid and look in the mirror every five minutes, it's difficult to see that you're growing taller. It's not until someone who hasn't seen you in six months points out that you realize how much you have changed. It's the same with your goals. You're making progress every day, even if you don't see it, especially if you're sticking to it and looking at your goals on a daily basis. Unfortunately though, most people don't stick to their goals long enough to realize the outcomes of that invisible daily progress. Once again, you need to be patient and persistent just to taste it. You need to have faith. Know that you're moving forward and getting closer with each and every step. It's gonna keep you focused on the road ahead even when you can't see it. However, the progress you're making isn't just the road that you're on. It's about how you change. You're acquiring potent knowledge and information along the way and becoming a better person regardless of the final outcome. One of the most powerful things that I've ever heard from life coach Jim Rohn was that everybody should have the goal of becoming a millionaire. This has nothing to do with the cars, the money, the status, the big house. Those are the fun bits and they are fun. It's about the person you have to become and the skills you gotta to acquire to reach that goal. That's the best bit. I'm sure you get my point by now. If you reflect back on your own life, all the high points would have resulted from having a goal in place whether written down or whether just in your mind. The bigger the goal, the bigger the rush. And the rush you get when you achieve a goal is an amazing feeling. The adrenaline kicks in and your confidence grows. I think it's one of life's greatest treasures and something you'll now be able to utilize more consciously. However, and there is a however, there's one last thing I need you to remember. Don't let other people's goals become your goals. Parents and partners are notorious for this. I've had countless people reach out to me that they're doing a degree or taking up a profession or doing something that they absolutely hate, but it makes their parents proud or their partner proud. I went down this path once before and can say honestly that it's the most soul-destroying thing you can ever do to yourself. Don't do it. It always ends up in regret and resentment towards yourself or towards that other person. Unless you have a clear goal for what you want, you're most definitely gonna become part of someone else's. Please don't do it. Push yourself to go to those unfamiliar places. You'll find that that's where all the significant gains and growth and success is gonna happen. That's where you'll grow stronger. That's where you're gonna expand your capacity for what you can achieve and overcome. When you come out on the other end, you're never gonna be the same person again. Good luck. P.S. 
Here's my quick and practical method for setting your goals. Number one, clear your schedule. Turn your phone off and all notifications for at least an hour. Number two, you gotta change your physiology. I usually do like a quick 15 minute kettlebell workout or go for a quick run, put on some music that gets you in the zone, just do whatever you wanna do. Number three, pour yourself a cup of strong coffee and get yourself in a comfortable but empowering position. In my case, I usually use bulletproof coffee or I take a bunch of nootropic brain supplements. They're amazing. Number four, begin writing down your goals. Financial, business, personal, psychological, health, relationships, wealth, spiritual, material, anything. Honestly, anything. Anything that you want to attain in the next one month to five years that gets you super excited. Number five, I then do this for 20 to 30 minutes as a mega session. I only do a mega session, say once every six months or so, and usually by then my confidence is sky high or I've achieved a lot of my six months goals. It's amazing looking back at the goals that you set six months ago and just seeing crosses and ticks next to them. Honestly, amazing. Number seven, put your list of goals in their categories. Financial, business, personal, psychological, health, relationships, wealth, spiritual, material, etc. Be very, very specific is when you want to achieve them and what you want to achieve. Honestly, vagueness kills goal accomplishment. If you put, say for example, I want to make heaps of money, like what, what, what the fuck does that really mean? You need to put, I want to make, or I want my business to do 45 million this year, or I want to earn $100,000 this year by December 2022. Be specific, honestly, the vagueness is gonna kill the clarity. Number seven, if there's a crazy audacious goal that you may be doubting yourself on achieving, simply put a compelling reason next to it. Your why is always gonna make it a hundred times more powerful. Don't be scared of putting ridiculous goals on there. It's always gonna change the way you feel and it's definitely gonna make you nervous. And I think when you're feeling nervous, when you set a goal, it's actually a really good thing. And what I mean by the why is say, for example, I want to earn, going back to the money one, I want to earn $100,000 by December 2022. This could be someone's goal. Um, and I want to do that so I can afford to go on two holidays, drive a better car, and so my kids can afford to do whatever, piano lessons, whatever it may be. I think having that why just makes your brain realize that it's a lot more, you know, there's an, there's an actual good reason behind it and it makes it a bit more logical. You don't have to do that for everything, but I, I do it with those big, crazy, audacious goals. Um, number eight, print out your goals and put them in multiple places where you can view them as often as possible. And you wanna be doing this daily. I try to read my goals out loud at least once a day. Uh, in the mornings, I usually journal and then I look at my goals quickly afterwards. Sometimes I do it during the day and I most definitely try to do it every day before I go to bed. So that way I'm just burning it into my subconscious mind. Uh, number eight, when you accomplish your goal, it's important to celebrate or congratulate yourself. You start activating that reward system in your brain and it becomes addictive. So celebration could mean it can mean anything, whatever, you know, it could mean that you have dessert that night, it could mean that you buy yourself something, just anything. It doesn't have to be crazy having a party or getting shit-faced, it just means something, something, something little that it just basically turns something on in your brain. 
So that's my list. That's, uh, that's everything around goal setting. I highly encourage you guys to, or you guys, you people, you girls to, to, to do this. It's honestly an amazing, amazing thing. I've done it in my own life uh, and it works amazingly well. So good luck and don't forget, to, don't forget to rate the podcast episode. I carve out a lot of my own personal time to do this. Um, this article itself took 25 hours recording this podcast, took time. Um, so yeah, I encourage you to rate the episode, share it, share it with people that need it, and I'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you.